Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You don't get any satisfaction out of working? No, I love this. But this doesn't feel like work. We're not like working on the railroads, Dave. Dave and Mahoney. I am very familiar with all of the stuff that you do behind the scenes. Virtually nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, I'd like to start off today's show with some bad news. Yeah, uh, having kids is a big pain. I know that because I've got four of them. It's just challenging. I, You know, you wouldn't give up this time because it's it's wonderful and magical in a lot of ways. Uh, but at the same time, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Having twins, I can't even really fathom that. Like a good friend of my wife and I's, uh, they just had twins. And the idea of taking care of like two kids that are both going through each awful phase at the exact same time simultaneously is just beyond me. But and then you see the people that have than, like triplets and stuff. Isn't that better than staggering it? My wife, I mean, you know, we don't have any kids yet, but would love to have twins. You say that. No, that's what she said. <laughs> you know she has said that I I personally <laughs> one is is more than enough for me. You'd rather have twins just I mean that's she would rather that's have kinda twins. How, that's kinda how we approached it is like if we're gonna be in baby land, let's just be in baby land. So we've got four kids, but they're all seven and under. So it's like we're just in it. My my I think the reason also my wife would rather have twins right off the bat as opposed to not having twins is because I think she only wants to like get back in shape once. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Mahoney. That's a very Mahoney I mean, thing. I don't yeah, blame no her. <laughs> I don't even want to get back in shape. We're having a kid. I'm getting 50 pounds, never losing it. Mahoney, do you only want one kid because you are also an only child? I'm an only child. My wife's an only child. Right. So you just feel like you need to continue and, the one child bloodline. And I like, I've lived in, <laughs> or I've lived a, my entire life as an only child. And We've been double income, no kids for way too long to try to start budgeting for for additionals. Yeah, that's like I can like handle one. Would be too one. Much. one. Yeah. We start go, getting we start getting into multiples. That that yeah. throws off. All I don't even think yeah, I realize Dave, what I've gotten you, yeah. gotten myself into yet. <laughs> I am in big trouble. They I'm say, never going to be able to stop working. Isn't it like a million dollars or something or? $800,000 now to raise a kid and put him through college. See, that's why That's why Dave has an OnlyFans. <laughs> no subscribers yet, but it's coming. One day. It's coming, one day. Uh, well, this is an uh, added difficulty for this young mother. She just had identical twins, and they look so identical, you can't even tell them apart, including the mom can't tell them apart. That's scary. And no, so, that's, I feel like that's just a bad mom. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, not, I'm not trying to throw stones here. Okay, but, man, but all if babies got, look the same, man. Mahoney, all babies look the but same. But if you're around it all day, like, it. don't. <laughs> sure. Well, I don't know. You don't know how they identify. Yeah. <laughs> if you're around you're babies around all thing. day, you should know which one's which. She had to tie a ribbon around one of the boy's legs. But then had to cut it off because the ribbon got too small, and then she was totally confused. I think you're right, Mahoney. She might be a bad this mom. A bad mom. Bad. <laughs> or maybe she's got really bad eyesight, y'all. Like, Get some glasses and stop wasting people's time. She had to call in the National Register of Persons to identify the boys. 
How would they know? Yeah. Uh, fingerprints and stuff, probably. I don't know. Do babies have fingerprints? Yes. Do your fingerprints yes. grow with you? I thought They're they did. They're on your hand yeah, from but, birth. Yeah, but like, are they Whoa. like defined or are they like, do we have like baby fingerprints? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Commit they all grow. the crimes while you're a child. That's right. <laughs> it's like the belly button ring hole. As you get bigger, it does too. Do you know what, what I'm talking about? No. The belly button ring? <laughs> We've never had our navels pierced. So tell like us more. It's like a gauge. It's like a gauge. That's one of the things that every woman like has ever told me growing up. So I had my belly button done whenever I was like 16. Of like course I was a you did. Yes. It was like yes. the thing in the early 2000s, of course. It was course. the thing in the 90s too. Yes, yeah. in the 90s. So I got that. And the first thing that I was told by some lady at the pool was, you got to be careful whenever you get pregnant because that hole's going to get larger. <laughs> but is, and I was like, ah, okay, I'm con- 16, first of all. <laughs> have you confirmed that? If that's true or not, or is that I just like what? Out, like legit, like a week later, because I was so I did. It was pool season, and I got in the pool with my belly button ring, so that thing got infected. So I took Ew. it out. Oh, rotten! I'm not kid. the first. <laughs> I was 16, and it was pool season, and I wanted to be showing it off. And how I can't show it off by keeping it locked away, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Belly button rings are, I mean, don't get me wrong, like when attractive girls had them growing up, I liked them because... You know, it we was like women who were attractive like, when we were 16. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's basically just like a Christmas ornament to like bring more attention to your pubic region. It's just weird, a weird concept. Yeah, do those exist anymore? Belly, like, button, do rings? belly button rings? Have you, yeah. what, what's the cutoff? Do women stop wearing their belly button rings at a certain age? I, yeah. You can't be like 48 with a belly button yeah, ring. You can. No, you cannot. Can I be 41 with a belly button ring? Yes, you can. This Sign me is up. the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Those that know Mahoney well know something about him, and that is he very much wants to be an old man. Like, he, he's talking about sneaking into retirement communities to live there before he is officially allowed to. Your life is all about comfort. Like, you drive a car that is very much... Uh, an aged-up vehicle. You dress like a, an older gentleman. I love myself a Tommy Bahama. Mm-hmm. I love the... Uh, I would basically... If I liked uh, Jimmy Buffett, his music's fine. It's not my favorite. It's, it's, fine. It's, it's fine. I But I love the parrot head lifestyle. You have parrots on... My shirt, your on shirt. your shirt yeah. today. Every day. I, I could see you, like, tailgating before a Jimmy Buffett concert much more than I could see you tailgating before a football game. But Anything. it'd be like 2 o'clock in the afternoon... <laughs> yes. And uh, you know you'd be in bed by seven thirty. I'm not Straw trying. To, I'm never yeah. tailgating at a professional sporting event ever again. Why for the rest you of my grump? life? <laughs> because for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life. <laughs> I mean, I'll still pre-party, fun. but I'm never tailgating. What? Okay. Tailgating's ever. so fun. Tailgating's a lot of fun. And even it, if you're not even drinking, the burgers involved, the dogs, too many, too many hot people. dogs. Too many people. Also, you, you can do bougie tailgating now. Like they, they have that available. The maybe RV I have, tailgates? Maybe yes. I haven't been exposed to that level of uh, tailgating yeah, in my it's life. Not, it's not like you have to be doing keg stands if you're tailgating. No. You know, like there's other ways to do it. But, you, you know, 10 years ago, Dave, I bought my Avalon. My car's 10 years old right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was 31 years old when I bought the the average age for a Toyota Avalon owner at the time, I believe, was 71. I think. 71 in your mind. And, and, and I bought it at yeah. 31. And, I, and I've loved the car. It's phenomenal. It rides great. It blends right in. But yesterday, Dave, you and I were going to this great little cigar bar great place that we've just found and smoking some cigars but i think dave you may have mistook another avalon 
for mine because when we both got there, I got there like 30 seconds after you. I pulled into the parking lot and I saw an Avalon and I was like, oh, that's that Mahoney must have gotten here a couple of minutes before me. And I get out and I'm like walking over towards that vehicle and then I realize, oh, wait, no, this is a different color actually. It's not the similar maroon, but yeah, it's, it's like a grape. No, it's more like a, exactly like a grape color and uh, like a deeper grape color. And then I'm, then all of a sudden Mahoney comes flying in and he goes, oh, another Avalon. And I go, yeah, but that one's way nicer than yours because, to be honest, it was. It was washed. It was very clean. And he didn't have as many dings on his rims <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, oh, those, those curves be coming out of nowhere, they man. Do jump I feel out. you, Mahoney. They jump Don't. out of nowhere. <laughs> but Don't I may- you beat yourself up. But So Dave and I are <laughs> just like talking. Like you beat up that car. <laughs> Oopsie. Dave and I are talking outside the uh, place before we walk in and, you know, we talk loud because we're on the radio for a living. So And, and we're, we're deaf, man. And we're These deaf. headphones are so loud in our ears. So I say something, I'm like, ah, you park next to that fake fake Avalon, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, no, and I'm no. like, yeah, but that was way nicer than yours. And all of a sudden we hear a what? And we turn around and there's a, an older gentleman. He's probably in his 70s, but he's very buttoned up. Like his car is clean and he is also very clean. And he's he's like Mahoney time traveling. He's but wearing he's a Tommy tall. Bahama he's shirt. He's like 6'5". Yeah. You know, got a beautiful head of hair just like me. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing that Tommy Bahama. And I'm just like, dude, I have seen Your my future. future. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, like, he was even making the same noises that Mahoney makes, yeah, too. Yeah, and then they kind of, like, locked eyes and just nodded at each other slowly. No way. I, yeah. I, I drank, we drank a couple old fashions, and I started thinking about it, you know, and I'm like, if I just saw myself from the future, if that is me traveling back in time. You still I, had an Avalon in the future? I hope so. Yeah, I, I may yeah. have, that thing is sweet. But the problem Ooh. is, uh, we may have distorted the space-time continuum now. You think so? <laughs> screwed it up. This is Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a Hey guys, I don't know if y'all thought about this, but do y'all know y'all's initials just flat out spell out damn mad or just mad damn or just mad or just damn? Just tell me I can play with maybe. Damn mad. Have a good go. Message deleted. Yeah, so when we first started the show, we thought it was real clever to call it the damn show, Dave and Mahoney. Um, we started the show in Las Vegas. The Hoover Dam was there. Yep. And you know, the, you know, probably the most famous dam in the world. And, bro, we were so edgy back in the day. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, you had frosted <laughs> tips, thumb, thumb rings. rings. And I, that sick and, uh, soul patch thing. No, I didn't have a soul patch. Yeah, yeah, it was like a fuzz. It was a bad goatee, is what it was. It was like a chin, <laughs> chin little thing. Yeah, it was just a chin strap because I couldn't grow a real goatee. I uh, had crooked glasses yeah. and. Um, wasn't you had a, you had a spiky hair. Somebody uh, said you looked like Beaker. Yeah, yeah like you well. stuck your finger in an electrical outlet. Bang. Yeah, it wasn't a, that was we we don't. I'm glad there's not a lot of photos. Well, yeah. Lots of blazers happening from that time. Mahoney well. always had the just to give you a, a visual. It was like the affliction shirt with the blazer over it. Dude, it was you're a like, look. I'm a business badass. It was a look, man. It was a time. It was a place. Yeah. And here's the thing. Everybody likes to laugh at affliction shirts now. 20 years later. Yeah. But, dude, they were the so- like the first like real soft T-shirt. They were. I remember you spent like 80% of your salary at the time. I bought an Aussie time. Affliction shirt. Yeah. That was my favorite. I yeah. still have it. Do you really? 20 years later. Wear I mean, it it's, it's thin <laughs> It's because it's been washed a thousand times. Yeah. But it was. I bought an Aussie Affliction shirt. I remember paying $80 mm-hmm. for the shirt for when, I was, when I was making like. You, man. I yeah. was making $625 an hour. 
And actually, you I'm, worked for a whole week to get that shirt. I, and After taxes, like a month. I bought it. it <laughs> the best part, I bought it at a Dillard's. Oh no! <laughs> you didn't even go to the, so the holy edgy. house that is the buckle for I your affliction. No, that was it. Was per, I think buckle was still kind of. They weren't carrying Affliction at that point. Yeah, it was still you, a new brand. You had to go out there and seek it out because Affliction was underground. At, at Dillard's. Dillard's. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. What car is known as having the worst drivers? Message deleted. So for the longest time, it was like BMW drivers, yeah. you know, like you or Mercedes drivers they, would always get a bad rap. Their blinkers don't work. Yeah. You know. Uh, Teslas. Absolutely yeah. Teslas. Dude by himself in, in the HOV lane driving a Tesla. He's like not even looking up, just like straight up just texting. And he's going probably 90 miles an hour. Just goes whizzing right by. I saw the craziest thing on my way into the station. What'd you see? I saw a dude on a motorcycle, no helmet, texting. What? Texting. And we were you doing? I mean, we're going, texting. We're going on a motorcycle. We're going like 85 Man, plus. I am such a, f- I, I don't know if I'm just getting old and, and lame, but I don't understand the no helmet on a motorcycle. I mean, you do you. Don't get it. But that ain't for me. Don't get it. But I could not believe this dude because, you know, it's dark outside and his phone had the brightest, <laughs> he had the brightest turned all the way up and he's texting. I'm like. This is, I mean, and again, we're going over 85. Are you, you're on the freeway. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I Blew am, me away. I've never, like, I've never, se- I've just never seen that. Yeah, no, that's because that's extraordinarily stupid. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave, you seem like someone who eats pizza with a fork and knife. Have you ever done that? <laughs> message deleted. You son of a bitch. What do you mean Dave, by that? Dave, you do. I do. What, what do you, I do. <laughs> you look like that. Okay, I've done it before. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So it's been a pretty hectic, busy week. You know, starting new adventure and all of that stuff. Just trying to get settled. It's just a lot of a lot of moving parts, a lot of stuff going on. And so I have tried to prioritize things. And taking care of myself has been deprioritized. <laughs> I'm I'm following oh, you. It's hard right now because there's a, when a lot of stuff's going on. We kind of want to do the easiest path. Of, or, you know, the path of least resistance when yeah. it comes to things that, like, taking care of, like, laundry, eating, making meals, showering. Working out, all yeah. that stuff. So, yesterday I decided, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. I've got to start getting back in the routine. So, I, I went to the gym. And then, right after the gym, I went and met Mahoney for cigars and drinks. Oh, but that's fine. It's called balance. No, it's no, called no, no. Balance. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Have you like, found I mean, like a gym? Like, you got out and... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same gym that, that I've been using for a long time. It's just oh, that just they different have different location. locations. Yeah. Okay. Nice, man. Yeah. Uh, but the, the the thing that was a little bit awkward is that because I went straight from the gym to go meet Mahoney, I was like, I don't want to roll into the cigar bar in my workout clothes. And because... No. I did see you, like, like no, I, no. I was on the phone... When I was pulling in there, and I, I was like, "Is Dave pulling his pants up?" Yeah, Dave, yeah. you did <laughs> not. It's okay. <laughs> so let me car. set the scene here. Yeah, you got out of your blue jeans and black t-shirt that you wear every day. For those who are just now finding out about Dave, he is a man of consistency and routine. I'm you don't, you don't sway much. Guy, yeah. You wear a black t-shirt. Uh-huh. So the things that do. Variate would be your shoes. Sure, shoes, yeah. All kinds of, of Nikes, yeah. but blue jeans, black t-shirts. So yeah. you got out of those, and I'm sure you put on a black t-shirt and black shorts and a different pair of Nikes for your workout. 
Okay. That happens to be accurate. Yeah, I, I just could sense it. Never seen you work out, but I could sense it. All black fit. So you sweat, you work out, you do your thing. Uh-huh. Do you change your underwear or are you wearing the same sweaty underwear? Sweaty underwear, yeah. Awesome. Love that. So then you get back into the car <laughs> and proceed to put your tight jeans back on your sweaty underwear butt and all of your black t-shirt did you keep your black t-shirt on from the gym or no, did no, you no. just I, put on jeans no I, I had a different black workout shirt and you then know I put that my, your gym that you pay lots of money for has a bathroom I and you know, showered I know, in I know, and they have their own soaps I, I don't have a gym bag yet I, I didn't bring the gym bag with me and so oh, have a work bag backpack so what I just, no you can't put your workout clothes no, in you your work backpack because then they'll get a smell in there yeah, that will never ever different like so so instead I'm sitting in a parking lot <laughs> just hoping nobody walks by because oh. I am pantsless. Oh, I saw. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't see like ass out, but I saw you pulling up your pants, and I was just very confused. <laughs> at I like that you weren't going to snitch either, because there could have been a lady in the back seat or something in the back seat, <laughs> and Mahoney was like, "What is Dave doing up there?" But nope, it just comes to find out that Dave was just sweaty underwear in look, his car. I'm that's so foul. Look, I know that's foul, but I, we're also going to a cigar bar. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, You're going to have to declose yeah, yourself. Yeah, his wife and, and kids aren't here. Get, everything's getting washed after that cigar bar experience anyhow. You so, know, yeah. well, it, it's fine. Like, this is the time, like, you know, we're kind of reverting to our, our former lives when yeah. we were, you know, pre- uh, <laughs> More kind of put together because you know that's when, when there's probably never going to be another time like this in your or my life. I hope not. Where we are living single again, well, at least unless our <laughs> our partners us. leave us. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. All right, so these are all big, popular movies that, you know, had a, a lot of success at the box office or became cult classics. So you've probably seen them, but the challenge here is trying to figure out what movie it is when you only hear, like, 15, 20 seconds of it. Dave, I once took a history of cinema class at my local community college. Oh, okay. That's oh, good. So, so you're an expert. I, I like to... You know, define myself as a, uh, a cinephile. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, after one semester of night classes at St. Charles <laughs> County Community College, yeah. you know, I feel like I've, I've really mastered the world of cinema. Okay. Well, Harry is joining us. How's it going, Harry? Doing great. Excellent. So we're going to play each one of these clips for you. And again, you're going to try to figure it out. Mahoney and Audrey are a lifeline for you if you need it. Here we go on to quote number one. Good luck. Here we go again. Come on, I haven't got much left. Just give me a few days to heal, okay? Then we'll start again on the left Feed hand and... me. I beg your pardon? Feed me. Tui, you talked. You, you opened your trap. You, you sing and you sing. Feed me, crab on. Feed me now. I can't. I'm starving. That's a throwback to 1986 on that one. Do you know it, Harry, or do you need some help? It sounds like Little Shop of Horrors. That is correct. Well done. Harry's on the board with one. I 
for one, Harry. I'm surprised you got that. I, I was totally, totally lost. You weren't, totally lost. You weren't yeah. born then. No, I was not born. I'm uh, 91. I watched that movie probably when I was four or five years old okay. for the first time, and it scared the bejesus. It's never horrifying. Th- I think that's why I don't like eating uh, anything that's green oh. uh, later on in life. I think <laughs> I, <laughs> that's it. That's, that's what why. you're blaming. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're blaming Rick Moranis for your aversion to vegetables. Exactly. Okay, here we go on to number two, Harry. You're on the board with, uh, with one point, and you haven't used any lifelines yet. What? Just, you know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> you mean, so? let me understand this, because I don't you know. Maybe it's me, I'm a little <laughs> maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to <laughs> amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? All right, Harry, do you know it? That sounds like Casino. Close. You're real so close. So close. Think of the other close. one. But the other that's one. not it. Well, we'll give him a shot. Oh, my God. Another shot? Okay. What's your second He guess? said it sounds like Casino. He said You're right. Say, that is Joe Pesci. Uh-huh. Joe Pesci. Guys, y'all are such softies. All right, Harry. Go on, buddy. Good fellow. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I knew we could do it. He did it. <laughs> I knew we could do it. On the board with two points. Audrey, Audrey don't be so, so mean. Y'all are She's so like, cut annoying. him off and make him a loser. Yeah, well, because he guessed wrong. That's the <laughs> way games that's work. Close. That's, that's so close. That's the way that games work. Y'all close. are so annoying. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Here we go on to number three. Hawaii. All right, that's, that's good. It's hard to trace, I guess. Wait, you, you changed your name to McLovin? McLovin? What kind of a stupid name is that, Fogel? What, are you trying to be an Irish R&B singer? <laughs> oh, they let you pick any name you want when you get down there. And you landed on McLovin. From 2007, do you know it? No, I don't know that. I need help with that. Okay. All right, Mahoney? I will uh, tag in. That is Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill's finest work. That is super bad. Super bad. So it's, if you go back and rewatch that, because they just put that on uh, streaming platforms, actually. But if you go back and rewatch that, to know that Jonah Hill actually hated Fogel, like in real life, they really did not like oh, each really? other. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So all of the animosity and the chirping back and forth makes it that much better to know that they really didn't like each other. Wow. <laughs> I it's been 15 years since that came out in that while. Yeah. And, and Michael an Sarah looks the exact same. He and sure going does. to be in the new Barbie film. What, he is? Yes. Oh, man. I can see that. All right, <laughs> Harry, you can win it right here if you get this one correct. You still have Audrey as a lifeline. Hello. Here we go. Good luck. Shame on you. What did you do that for? I didn't buy them. No, but you tried to. It's bad enough picking on a straw man, but when you go around picking on poor little dogs. Well, you didn't have to go and hit me, did you? Is my nose bleeding? For the win. Sounds like the Wizard of Oz. That is the Wizard of Oz. Sounds like it because it is it, Terry. (laughs) Thank you. Congratulations, man. Well done. This is David Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So out of all of the premium networks that are out there, I mean, Apple TV Plus has come a long way as of late, but HBO Max is probably my favorite when it comes to content. They just do such a good job with it. It's They're becoming neck and neck. I would say when Apple TV Plus first launched, all they really had was Ted Lasso. And the morning show. And yeah. the, mo- or the, morning yeah, the morning show. The morning show, yeah. But since then, there's been several shows that have been Blackbird. absolutely phenomenal. Severance. Blackbird was excellent. Uh, Severance, you liked a little bit more than I do. Shrinking. Um, shrinking with, is great. I mean, that's maybe my favorite new... That, like, Even though Ted Lasso's ending this season, 
Shrinking coming on maybe my new like is favorite it, comedy slash feel good show is on it TV. Is a new Tetris movie on there as well? Yeah, that's getting a lot that, of buzz. That is, it's the same guy that played Elton John and that was in uh, Blackbird that you were talking about. Um, but he's a phenomenal actor, and uh, yeah, it's it's on Apple TV Plus, and I watched it, and it is. I mean, as a kid who grew up playing a ton of Tetris, right? right uh, the nostalgia of that is fantastic, but I had no idea the drama that was behind behind it. trying to get Tetris out of Russia because that's where it was originally created. Well, the reason why I even just bring up that movie in general is because I feel like Apple TV, to your all's point, has done a lot of really great shows like recently, but it has kind of been meh whenever it comes to movies. So as far as streaming goes, if you wanted to get Apple Plus on your TV and actually be paying for the service, you're like, okay, well, do I want this just for a couple of like fine shows? But now that they're starting to put out the movies, it kind of is a little bit more alluring. A little more robust, but HBO Max... Oh, boy. Uh, if you're watching Succession, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it is high drama and very, very well done. But Max is going to replace HBO Max on May 23rd. So they're making some changes. I hope they don't mess with the content too much because House of Dragons Season 2 is currently in production. And like I said, a lot of really good stuff still coming out of so HBO. So basically what's going to happen here is they're taking HBO Max and they're going to combine it with Discovery Plus. Yeah. And Discovery has a monstrous amount of content. I actually subscribe to both. So this is... I, maybe, maybe a good a, thing for Maybe you. Yeah. a good thing. Maybe I'll save a buck or two here or there, but you're going to have this, I mean, behemoth of a streaming combination with these two coming together. They've launched some new, uh, they're, they're going to launch some new series. We'll talk about the Harry Potter one here shortly, but I just feel like it's a real bad idea to drop the HBO name because I feel Agreed. like HBO is associated with quality yeah. whereas discovery you have all there's a quantity bu- it's quantity there's mm-hmm. you know some really great stuff and there's some really bad stuff on there but i mean it does probably open the pocketbooks of both in order for and, them to be able to do things again like that harry potter they're, show they're trying to cut back on some of the things obviously the harry potter thing they they just announced a 10 year harry potter series oh, i God. guess and it's going to be four times longer than all the movies combined so i know you audrey as a harry potter file yes uh this Big file for you've for seen harry all potter. those movies probably a hundred times just you fall asleep to them I every mean, night i think probably over a hundred yeah. um i drive everyone that i know nuts or they fall in love with it with me because they have some sort of uh a no sentimental choice. thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but you know so i'm i'm i actually am kind of excited i know that there's a lot of people who are kind of split because jk rowling you know and her controversial takes recently in the media um, and her involvement with the show. I mean, honestly, to me personally, I'm just like, as long as the show is fine, um, I really don't see like why it would matter who's like behind the writing, like the, in the writing room. Um, you can appreciate art and not the artist. Sure, that, I mean we that, have to I do mean, that with a lot of things in billion, life. Yeah, I, I, you, you Most start there. Most artists you yeah. have to well, separate. What's interesting about this is that David Heyman, who produced all eight of the feature films, is actually in talks to executive produce this show as wow. well. I know so. it's been twenty years since the very first Harry Potter came out. It just doesn't seem like, doesn't seem like it's. It, yeah. it doesn't seem like I am old enough in order for us to get a whole new cast. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I, I don't know if I want to see The Boy Who Lived, that be not me, Because Harry Daniel Potter Radcliffe. to me is Harry, yeah. That's Daniel. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> right. So it's like, oh my gosh, you're getting me a and, whole new cast. I, mean, I don't know. It's pretty so, crazy. And they were done so well. So it's like hard to think of somebody doing it better. But if they have more time... Maybe you can get more of the story. It could be a little bit more and engaging. big budgets, and obviously CGI has come a long way since sure. you know the early broom scenes and Harry Potter and all of that. So it makes me want to have a conversation with somebody who uh, saw the 
opening of Star Wars and seeing kind of how Disney has kind of Disney-fied it in, yeah. in, in a way. But uh, yeah, I just really hope, fingers crossed, they don't mess this up. Like, and something else that's on the way is another Game of Thrones prequel. So Another yeah, one. Another Greenland, thing yeah. that I really Dude, just they, hope they don't yeah. mess up. <laughs> well, they sucked us back in because I, Dave and I, you know, we watched every episode of the original Game of Thrones and yeah, then the last couple seasons just ruined it for us. It's terrible. But they brought us back in with House of Dragons. House of Dragons is really good. So if, if they if they got rid of those guys that, that ruined those yeah. last two seasons and I'm excited to see that universe expand. But it's a different, yeah, it's a whole different, it's kind of like different. how Mandalorian had its own spinoff and then the Boba Fett spinoff. These are going to be two different characters from yeah, different Game characters. of Thrones. I don't know who the characters are because you know, let me tell you what, when I was watching Game of Thrones the entire time, I didn't know anybody's name. I watched it almost all the way to the last season I do like and that I was so confused they're Making it a little bit easier for this one. Uh, I guess it's centered around two characters, Dunk and Egg. Yeah. Dunk and Egg? Dunk and That's Egg. That's still not John and James. <laughs> like, who's Dunk and Egg? Were they originals from the, the original Game of Thrones series? So it was a part of the one of uh, the- Some of the spinoff books. George R. R. Martin yeah. books, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember Dunk and Egg? Come on, man. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears. Dave and Mahoney. All right, so this game works like this. We've got songs that are big, popular songs. I'm sure you've heard many times over the years, but the challenge is that they're covered by people and then uploaded to the internet. And some of these covers are really well done. Some of them are not. And that's where it gets, that's where it gets a little challenging. You know, if you're a new musician coming up, in this day and age, Dave, YouTube is the place where you have to be discovered first. It just seems like that's the path to become a superstar. And I'm just glad that so many of these artists that we're going to be featuring today, Dave, decided to do these and upload them for us. So Sherry is on the phone with us. Now, Sherry, I will tell you, the last contestant we had play this game was also named Sherry, and she did exceptionally well. So the bar is set very high for you. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Okay, so Mahoney and Audrey are your lifelines if you need them, but you can only use them each once. This first one is by an artist named Peace Dozer. Peace Dozer. Peace Dozer. Okay. 540 views on this bad boy. Good luck to you. He roller coaster, he got early warning, he got mighty water, he won mojo filter, he say one at one at one is three. Got to be good looking Cause he's so hard to see And we'll stop it right there Do you know it or do you need some help? That's Come Together by the Beatles That is Come Together Ballsy. by the Beatles Whoa, what a treat What, what, what did you do over I there? I was adding to uh, oh, the layer Thank of... you, Audrey, that was so good <laughs> On to the next one You are rude <laughs> I was adding my own karaoke flair, Dave uh, Okay, the next one is from Lowdown It's only got 46 views on this bad boy But you're on the board with one with no help Here we go Tired of lying in the sunshine Staying home to watch the rain But you are young and life is long And there is time to kill today And then one day you find Ten Stop it right there. Interesting interpretation. Mm-hmm. Sherry, what do you think? Mm. Oh, my God. That one's tough. I know the song. Mm-hmm. But, oh. Uh, 
I'm going to need some help. Okay, do you want to tag in Mahoney or Audrey? Um, let's go with Mahoney. Mahoney? Ah, I mean, so I know it's I know it's Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yeah, it's I knew Pink that. Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. And that's time. That is time. And it is time. That's good. I don't know if I would have gotten that I mean, because it's such a weird, folksy version of it. I mean, obviously the lyrics are iconic. That's what makes this game so difficult because you know the songs, you know the lyrics, but it's just different enough to where it makes you question This next one is from an artist named SB, and it's only got 36 views. So uh, the least popular one that we have today. Here we go. Oh. Okay, we'll stop it there. Yikes, thank you. <laughs> Even more angsty somehow. Sherry, do you know that one? That's you gotta fight for your right to party by the beast boy. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Whoops, wrong. Six. <laughs> yeah. 1986 on that. Hey, boys, give me some mixed signals. <laughs> I, you know, that was what I thought parties were going to be like when I was uh, growing up. I thought every party was going to be like that music video, and it's just not. And they it's normally just a bunch of dudes. I never got around. hit. I never got hit in the face with a pie. Ah, it's a bummer. All right, Sherry, you can win it right here. Audrey is still available as a lifeline if you need it. This one is from Bev and Bob. I love Bev and Bob. They have. They've got quite the following. <laughs> this one actually has six thousand views on it. And uh, again, they're a vibe. Here you go. Uh, you can win it right here. And Audrey's still available if you need her. Now you make a a thing of beauty right there. Do you know it, Sherry, for the win? No, I do not. Oh, Audrey, can you I help can out? I save you, girl. Allison James, I'm the man in the box. That's right. Bev and Bob. Bev and Bob. They are the truly karaoke icons. Yeah, well done, Sherry. Congratulations <laughs> to you. You pulled it off. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So Audrey has, uh, you know, had a lot of stuff going on in her life recently, and uh, it's you know almost all very, very good stuff. But you've been you've been pretty stressed out as well, a result of you know the move and yeah. just a big life change and all of that stuff. Yes, and yeah. uh, in your body is is sending you signals that maybe it's a bit too much. Well, okay, it used to just be you know. The normal anxiety sweats, the pit sweats, you know, yeah. that would make yep. just like, like hyperhidrosis. I did whenever I was uh, a kid because I was active, and I think Me you too. were like that as yeah. well. Like, just I super- sweat so much I couldn't mm-hmm. wear gray, gray ever. Nope, and you get made fun of. I yeah. still don't. Wear gray I, I actually thought about getting uh, the surgery, or well, there was a surgery, and then they ended up when Botox was new, oh. you could inject your armpits with Botox. No, they did not. Yeah, they were putting Botox in armpits to okay. stop people from but sweating. Sure. Well, sweating Years is later, healthy. We know. Yeah, you need we know to be later. sweating. Yeah. But when you're like a sweaty, you know, you're 21 years old and you're the sweatiest person on the planet. It's like, embarrassing. Yeah, you like you go out on a date, you can't, I had to wear like four shirts and a, and a jacket oh, to not sweat through all of them. 
So I bring the sweating up because now I have migrated into another new embarrassing feat of like just being anxious because of stress. Like you said, Dave, it's just definitely a thing where you're kind of going through the motions, you're figuring it out. And I didn't really feel that stressed until I was trying to figure out what is going on with my body. Like I'm my face, I've got like, like some stress breakouts on my face. I'm like, oh, that's odd. I don't really feel that stressed, but I guess I am. And a new fun thing is indigestion. I have like had straight up heartburn for a week and I'm like Googling it. I'm like, why do I have this weird lump in my throat and I'm burping all day long? Like this Good feels 80 year so old man. Exactly. I'm like, what in the world? Like I'm 31. This is ridiculous. And I'm like going through, I'm like, I'm not pregnant because you said Dave the other day that my your wife, wife had heartburn. Yeah, yeah, pregnant, heartburn, yeah. yeah, pregnancy heartburn. So I'm going through all of the, the, the list of things and I'm because I'm self-diagnosed queen. So I'm like, Googling it though, and truly indigestion is is a form of stress and allergies, gut health, and stress are all kind of all tied into Can I ask you guys indigestion. Like a, a personal question? Sure. Like when you go on vacation, is it harder for you to have like regular bowel movements? No, I, like, actually, that's where I have my best. <laughs> oh, you're you <laughs> do real. You your best pooping on vacation. I, really? I, I, Good for you. I do. I don't for like, you. When I'm on a cruise, when I'm like I'm a Disney cruiser, I'm I'm proud of it. Uh-huh. Love me a Disney cruise. The service and food are phenomenal. Yep, sure. But not, I'm never more regular. Really? That is disgusting. See, I've, I've got to have my little my little pooping closet at home. So that's why you for, get shy. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what, like a high stress situation for you would make you constipated. Mahoney, do you have anything that would make you high stress? Like not, you're just so relaxed all the time. I mean, I feel there's nothing stressful. One relaxed b hole over there, I, just I, always ready to just. I woo. I don't go through a whole lot of stress because I lie to myself so well. Because I'll go through. <laughs> that's bri- pretty. Uh, that's that's, my that's impressive. It's a coping me- mechanism, but I've like you just I legit, disassociate. Yeah, I I, I yeah. when I, I go through like brief moments of like panic. Sometimes, but it's I, I I just kind of lie to myself constantly. It'll be fine. But you do know? you think your gaming helps? Like because it helps you emotionally regulate. So like instead of you keeping it all pent up, which is like definitely what I'm doing, my body's saying, help let me burp out the stress. Yeah. Like you, do you feel like because you're gaming you get to like curse and get angry like through your gaming systems that that's kind of how you I, regulate? It's a way to relieve some stress for sure. Uh you know, I love Call of Duty. That's my uh, video game of choice that your I play with. Your Call my, of my... Duty helps you with your calls for duty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. If you could be good at any profession without having to receive the accompanying education or trade experience, which would you choose? Message deleted. Hedge fund manager. Oh. You yeah. don't do anything. Like, you just sit there and move other people's money and then make a lot of it. But that's... Sorry to anybody who is a hedge fund manager. Don't apologize to that's them. Boring. Yeah, screw them. I feel like I would... I The only real people that I get absolutely jealous of because I just find it to be such a really hard talent to have and courageous talent to have. You're going to laugh at the word courageous being used for this, but stand-up comedians. I am so jealous of stand-up comedians and improv in general. If you could just instantly be like a great stand-up comedian or a great musician or something like that, that would be pretty incredible. Also, like just instantly becoming a high-level professional golfer, you know? Yeah. Because you can do that forever. I wouldn't want anything public-facing, you know? We've got some friends who are very successful in their fields Mm -hmm. and make a stupid amount of money. 
you've won. Like, and they want to become famous personalities. Yeah. I'm like, there is no upside to fame. If you've already got all the money you could ever possibly have, fame yeah, being, does not add to that. Being rich and anonymous is awesome. That's my dream. Okay, yeah, that would be incredible. Being rich, though, means that you are an important person within your practice. So if you have somebody who is uh, making money, they're known within their company. So, well, I mean, sure. it's not like they're nameless. Right, but it's I'm, I'm talking about like you're walking down the street and people know who you are in the public. I think how annoying it must be if you're going out to dinner with your family and you're a celebrity and people are coming up bothering you while you're eating. Like, that just sounds But there's awful. nothing worse than this new idea of what fame is because there's so many influencers out there that there's no real true celebrity anymore. Like, a celebrity, that term, held weight. You could Ooh. get into any restaurant or club or, or wherever you were attempting to go, right, just because you were who you were. And now you're seeing all of these influencers who have a couple million viewers on, yeah. on TikTok it's and they think eroded, that they're yeah. it. We yeah. always dreamed of winning the lottery. Yeah. This is your all's fantasy. Mahoney actually would never tell us all. I wouldn't have the capacity. Dude, Dave, you are such I'd, a douche like me. We I'd, would be out here rolling in like just sparklers. Those, yeah, those hundred dollar guns in each hand. Like we were at the club <laughs> with like the Prezos. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The things that they like wave above all yes, of the bottle like, girls' heads. Wait. Like it's like, signs? Yes, just every time, every single time that I walked into a room that would happen. Lottery winner sitting yeah, here. Here I come. <laughs> Before Tide Pods, there were silica gel packets. Do you remember those? Tell me none of you ate one of those. Message deleted. Who would ever think about eating a silica gel packet, even as a teenager or whatever, or a kid? Yeah, I mean, who would ever eat a Tide Pod either? But, you know. Tide Pods at least look delicious. They they do. Actually, you know what? Silica gels don't. Don't start this again. We're not. The Tide Pods do look tasty. They do look like they would be like like a a high chew. Yeah, a little high chew. Like a big ass high chew. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. It's important to keep your most hated pair of underwear so you know exactly when to do laundry without, you know, going commando. Message deleted. That is absolutely true. Does everyone know their most hated pair of underwear? Because I do. It's a, like this powder blue Adidas boxer briefs. And if I get to those, it is an emergency. <laughs> I threw out all my hated underwear in the move. You did? I did because I, I bought some more underwear. But I now have, because I bought, I have... Now I have 25 pairs of the exact same Arma, Duluth Trading Company Armachillo uh, boxer briefs. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like, if I for somehow go through 25 pairs of boxers without doing laundry, my life is in shambles. You should have kept that one pair, man. The emergency pair where you're like, nope, it is laundry nope, day. I'm living on the edge, Dave. You're wild. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. There is a certain person, a certain person so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? For many years, all three of us worked in the service industry, and 
when you see somebody being rude to whether it's a waiter or a manager at a restaurant or whatever it is and they're screaming at them it just seems like that person is so entitled like who do you think you are to waltz into somebody else's work and scream at them over something so trivial if you believe in the circles of hell you are definitely going to the furthest circle of hell if you treat people in customer service poorly no well, man I think I deserved it sometimes because I'd be forgetting ranch <laughs> you'd be forgetting ranch I was yeah. always forgetting people's yeah. ranch <laughs> Like, I just got a little distracted, and then I come back, and I'm like, oh, ooh, and your drinks aren't filled. I waited, I waited tables for six years. I never forgot ranch one time. As not a once. former Outback Steakhouse waiter, not a single time. Batting a thousand when yep. it comes to the blooming onion sauce. Okay, flex. Yeah, that's right. Fine. That's right. Mostly because they actually, like, put it in there. Yeah, it's got a little, <laughs> Can't forget it. little holder yeah. for it. That's because the cooks did yeah, the it cooks for did you. It for oh, me. I no, see. they didn't. No. We, we, we got our own sauce oh, at, you at Lone Star that Steakhouse Lone Star? and Saloon. y'all are a bootleg but, outback. But Dave, we are living in the world <laughs> where reviews will make or break restaurants, and these Karens and Darrens of the world have let this power go to their heads, and they will take to the internet and let no perceived slight go on type. Okay, drama. Sometimes. Yeah, a little, l- little bit dramatic. This is actually a thrift store in Bradley, Illinois. It's called the St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Store. It's got four out of five stars, 12 reviews. Okay. RN said five out of five. Saint Vincent de Paul thrift store. Thrift store. Yeah. Saint Vincent. Brad, Bradley, Illinois. Uh, five, five out of five from RN. This place is a place for bargains. I bought not one but two dresses that were suitable for my son's wedding. Why did you buy two? Uh, it was half price Monday, so I got both for fifteen dollars. Wow. That's the whole That's review? It? That's it. Wow, okay, two dresses for $15, but hard to beat. But she bought two dresses for her son's wedding. Maybe she doesn't think the wedding's going to last. No, sometimes I've seen, I've heard of people having outfit changes at weddings before. Okay. Yes, yes, that is sure. a thing. Uh, Taryn C. said five out of five. I find this place to be fun. I am a crafter. Good review. Not I mean, a, that's two of the, that's one sixth of the reviews. <laughs> We're getting low on reviews. Uh, but one did come from Karen. She said one out of five stars. I called to donate a sofa, even though it had some stains and tears and burns. It was a pretty good sofa for me. Well, the two carriers came and said they could not take it because it was, quote, disgusting. Okay, well, then I asked them for a favor to put it on the sidewalk, which would have taken them all of five minutes. And they said they don't offer that service. I tried one last time, and they just ignored me. I had to move this dirty-ass couch alone in the pouring rain, and now I'll let everyone know that St. Vincent is not about helping others at all. They're all about individualism and making money. Fell asleep and passed out on your couch while smoking. That's yes. exactly, box. That's exactly what happened. She went from it's a pretty nice couch to calling it a dirty ass couch. She had to move herself. Dave, Dave, and, and Mahoney. Mahoney, I give you a hard time for uh, kind of being worthless without your wife around. Yeah, man, but man, it's I'm hard. A, I'm the same way. I mean, because we're we're you know separated from our wives. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Physically separated from our wives right now. Everything we, we, we is going. Le- we great. left our families <laughs> together. <laughs> yes, to realize that dream. Yeah. Well, I give you a hard time, but uh, man, I'm the same way. Like I, I asked my wife something that didn't go over so great. So you know, I, I I'm not great at doing laundry. And so I, I've got this laundry basket <laughs> that's <on>. filling. <laughs> oh, 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 oh boy, you do this to Mahoney all of the time by yeah. telling him that he 
gaslights his wife into yeah. believing that she is just so good at all the things that he doesn't want to do. Okay. Dave so Ferrari, you're a 42, 3-year-old man. 43-year-old man, yeah. You I know, know how to yes, do laundry. I know how to do laundry. I just don't like, like doing laundry. Your wife's been it, doing wife, it for the yeah, almost my, the entirety of your marriage. My, my <laughs> wife does the laundry in our relationship. She loves yes. doing home stuff. She That's, loves that stuff. She loves it. Loves it, right? Yeah. I'm side-eyeing you <laughs> so hard. Because she loves it so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm getting on a plane and flying home this weekend. Are you bringing your no. dirty laundry with I you? asked if I could. <laughs> Turn my mic off. I'm Do leaving. You not- I cannot even believe <laughs> well, this. You're staying it's, a, in- it's just a question. Well, you're if- staying in temporary housing right. right now. Yes, and yes, it has a washer and dryer there. But, like, I don't know if that's included. How would I know that? It's there. <laughs> well, you, you're th- I mean, because you're, 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 you know, here's the thing too. You're, you got a house there. Yeah, you got a house here. What if she's already like going to be doing laundry? He's already going to be doing. Well, he's saving in there with the other stuff. He's saving money yes. because he doesn't have to buy, you know, the dryer sheets, yeah. the, the laundry that, detergent. That actually is already the fabric all. Softener. It actually has all that stuff there. But again, not sure if it's Dave. included. Do you know you don't want that to it's just it. as simple as putting it in there, right, and then clicking a button? That's like- a, this no, no, no. This one has a lot of buttons. I don't. I can't be sure which one, one of those newfangled is, ones is going to turn it on, or maybe a self-destruct. Your poor, button. poor wife. Do you yeah. do this in other avenues of your wife as well? Confused <laughs> about buttons and the way things turn on. Yeah. This is David Mahoney. Hello. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you ever a hunch about something that turned out to be true? You gotta trust the hunch, right? Message deleted. I hear about women talk about the hunch a lot more, like intuition. the intuition, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I have intuition yeah. about, like my first, very rarely... Am I ever wrong on my like instantaneous assessment on whether or not a person is a piece of garbage or Facts. not? And yeah. I make that assessment in the first five seconds of meeting them. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. And I, if you feel like somebody's shady, if you think, if you're just thinking that, 99% of the chance, uh, percent of the time, you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, well, there's, there's something that's telling you that. Mm-hmm. There are certain people, like when you're f- not facing a door and then when they walk into a room, you're like, ooh, it's like that evolutionary thing where like your spidey sense goes off. Well, for sure. nuts. I actually um, heard a therapist talking about this once about how it's like emotional regulation of like like a traumatic experience or an experience that you've had that's made it to where you're having to read the energy of a person that's being brought into that room. Mm -hmm. So like that's why if somebody who's normally like empath or empathic person that they're very used to that type of energy being brought into their space. So like that intuitive, mm. the intuition of reading someone before they have given you information comes from that type of regulation, protective sense of self. I have another kind of superpower hunch like ability. Another one. So I you, do. You, so yeah. that's with people. Yeah. I've got the people one that sure, we just yeah. talked about. Restaurants too. Yeah. I know Ooh. if this place is gonna is gonna destroy me or By not. By the host stand. As soon as I walk in, <laughs> the smell in the air because it's a there's a certain grease. I don't know if it's canola or whatever they use that just is. Yeah, I'm I know. With you. But will you leave that yes. restaurant if yes. you're already there, or will you go through? Depends with on it? how dirty it is. Yeah. Ew, you take the chance. Oh yeah. No, no if no, it's no. dirty, I'm leaving. Yes. If it's not, because if. Yeah, if, if if it's dirty on the outside, what you can't see is 10 times dirtier. Man, no. what about a restaurant, though, that... Oh, exactly, Mahoney. That's such a good point. So there's this, there's this sushi restaurant that my wife and I really like, 
and we had always just ordered it through Grubhub. Mm-hmm. And then oh, we no. then we went to it one time, and we walked in. I was like, "Ew! Like this place is just smells, disgusting. It smells just, like bad fish." It just like it had an old fish yeah. tank with like one-eyed fish swimming around in it. It's just weird, man. <laughs> and I was like, Willie. "Did it kill it for you?" <laughs> Slice that thing up. No, it was it was really disappointing. I continue to order it through Grubhub because when it shows up from Grubhub, it's always super fast and really good. But man, like going in there gave me the heebie-jeebies because it was not clean. Yeah, I I've had a couple places get killed. Like Grubhub order's been phenomenal. I went in to pick up this pizza. At a at a bar near my house one time, and it was the smokiest filled bar slash pizza place that I've ever been in, and I've never again. I was like, I can't. I just now every time I look at it, I, I could I, like it's been three years since that day, and I can still smell that smoke from that bar. So though I will say this, growing up in Alabama, there was one place that I feel like a lot of people. Uh, would probably in 2023 immediately turn away from if you were going to get actual food from this type of establishment. Like I grew up one lane back, like backwoods, yeah, like one surrounded yeah. by cotton fields. We just got a Walmart like within the last 10 years. Okay. Like, congratulations. Thank you. It's huge for, uh, for my area. But uh, so the barbecue place attached to the gas station. Oh, no, no. Some no, of those can be good. good. Barbecue hiss. Some of those can be Yes. And it comes in the styrofoam mm-hmm. like yeah. jug, just like smushed and compressed down so you get as much no, pork as you possibly no can. No presentation whatsoever. Dude, it's so good. And, it's so good. And it's like, yes, you probably made this at home, but I won't tell. No, and, and their smoker is a is a half gasoline uh, drum in the back. <laughs> Absolutely yep. it is. So good. In just about 10 years, our society went from TED Talks to TikToks. Isn't that sad? Message to master classes now. If you yeah. don't want to consume something, just don't. There's pl- there, Here's the thing about the internet that's great. Everybody complains about there's being garbage on there, but there's also monstrous amounts of resources. You're just ignoring them. That's on you. You made that choice. Don't try to blame the system. That's a personal choice. I love TikTok. <laughs> like she I, loves TikTok. I'm, that's fine. I'm 31. I am still very influenceable. Like I will get online and like your wives actually. Like the Stanley Cup. Like the new thing is like the new Stanley Cup. Like which makeup and what are we being influenced by? Like I find consumerism whenever I go out into the wild and if I have to like go into a Target. Sometimes it gives me the heebie-jeebies. But I love watching other people consume things and like review them for me. Like I, I don't know why and that to me, is, but that's I like weird. That. That's just not my bag at all. Like I'm not. Well, because you like boats and boobs. Like yeah, that's you like boats curating. Boobs are awesome. <laughs> you curate love your content boats and just boobs. a little differently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the Ben Affleck of the show right now? So pretty much. Who is the sad alcoholic of the show? <laughs> Message deleted. Dave. <laughs> Did you just Dave? You just I said mean, Dave. Dave, you, I mean, if, Dave, if anybody on the show was going to get a really egregious midlife crisis, rising phoenix back tattoo, it would be Dave. No, Dave. no, no. See, I, I like to keep everything in moderation. Like, I like to have a one consistent midlife crisis Dude, for like 20 years. The meme, uh, you're the one that's going to get the Corvette and the back tattoo. I'm going to definitely get a Corvette when I go bald. Uh, but you you just, I mean, I can see you because you have, you're so tired so many times because you got four kids. So tired. And you work so much. I, I do feel like my it's the Ben Affleck smoking in the sweater. That is you. That is me. It really yeah, no, is. No, I think, yeah, that's, that's fair. Like, I'm, I'm just. I feel like my default setting is like the Ben Affleck sad face just because it's like just smoking the cig. I'm just so tired. (laughs) I just want to sleep. 
This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, you talk about how you're easily influenced and the internet kind of dictates the things that you should buy and also now the places that you go. Because you and your boyfriend have gotten really into, like, the culinary scene, but there was a place that you went to that was featured on a Netflix special, I guess? Yes. So I want to make sure that I get his last name correct. But uh, we went to a pizza joint, um, and it was so great. The, it was a place that was featured on Netflix and, like, one of the pizza specials. Yeah, and Chef's Table Pizza, I believe. Wasn't that what yes, it was called? Yes, yes. And it's really funny because as you're looking through this, uh, I was showing Mahoney, and Mahoney goes, they're really making a big deal about pizza. and <laughs> Which they kind of are. But, I mean, there's a lot of love and passion that goes into the making and the art of pizza. And it has all of these different chefs that are, you know, featured. And this one specifically, my boyfriend was, like, going nuts over and we just kind of stumbled upon actually this eatery there was about a 45 minute long wait um gorgeous interior and exterior but um as we're making our way to the table the entire time my boyfriend's like got his phone out taking all these pictures making sure that he is you know really experiencing we are experience style people chris bianco is his name chris bianco, pizzeria thank you. bianco yeah. yes so I'm learning because this wasn't my thing. This was his, right? So right. he'd already seen it. And he saw it. this and this is why he wanted to go there. Yes. Okay. So he was like, oh my gosh, Audrey, that's the table. That's the table where they're made the pizzas that he's known for, the Ro- the Rosa pizza. Like, so your like, boyfriend's geeking out. Geeking. He's a huge foodie. And uh, like, again, taking pictures of the whole uh, the whole experience. And we had a, uh, a waiter. I mean, like he was able to give us just detailed descriptions of everything on the menu because we are one of those people. We ask questions. I tell you what, even as like, maybe not as big of a foodie as as your boyfriend is, or you are Mahoney, or even you, Audrey, but if somebody can explain to me cheese. Yes. In a, a very... <laughs> detailed way, detailed, right? Detailed, like, if so, they get details about cheese, like, that is borderline sexual. Like, that is hot. So... It's kind of like a sommelier is to wine. This is the, he was the pizza version. Yes, the pizza sommelier. Pizzalier. So, yeah, it was so good. Great 10 out of 10 experience. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So a Phoenix woman decided that it was going to be a good idea to hop in an ambulance, steal it, and go joyriding. How do you think that ended, Mahoney? Probably pretty fun. Yeah, I, I was, was going to say, fun, yeah. I feel like everybody has looked at a cop car. Everybody has looked at a fire truck for sure. Or, oh, you know, yeah. emergency an ambulance? vehicle. Just been like, that would be pretty sweet to drive. I, I couldn't. <laughs> Just I flip think- it on the sirens once, man. That'd be so fun. Just weaving through traffic. I think a cop car would probably be the most fun. I see. I feel like ambulance because I... Too- Fire truck too big to drive by yourself. Yeah, it's a lot Top of work. car could be cool. Yeah. But the ambulance, yeah. I feel like if we were to set up a place very similar to like a bumper cars sort of area yeah. or where you could go and test drive like the exotic vehicles, but place public service vehicles instead in there. So like you have the ability to, to drive them around. Well, it's funny that you say that because uh, this woman who is a 55 year old identified as a woman named Valerie Campbell uh, stole the Phoenix ambulance and then like you were saying about bumper cars, ran into a whole bunch of vehicles. Five vehicles in total Oof. involved in the accident. Uh, one person taken to the hospital as a precaution. No other injuries were reported. So that's the good news. She got taken into custody and charges are Was pending. Was she drunk? Uh, it doesn't, I mean, middle of the day, so I've well, that no don't mean idea. anything. Yeah, yeah, no, mean, you, ever been, you ever been to brunch? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't think this guy uh, who comes to us from North Fort Myers understands how the cops work. So he, I guess he was a regular at the Walmart. <laughs> he had a no trespassing order uh, because 
He had done a bunch of Dude, stuff. If you at get that trespassed from a Walmart, you have made some poor life choices. Hold on. Let me tell you about another poor life choice. So he's dressed in all black, wearing shades inside the store. And then he walked out of the store with his freshly purchased. Mike's Hard Lemonade case. Hell yeah. Nice. Crack that thing open. It's yeah. like Johnny Cash light. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Mike Cash. Uh, so from the moment he arrived at the store, the employees noticed him immediately and contacted authorities. As the police arrived, they could hear 911, what's your emergency? And it was coming from Mike's speakerphone in his own pocket. So he was calling 911 on the cops to report them for showing up to arrest him. This guy- I mean, he's just trying to live his best life. Just... I mean, who hasn't been on a hot summer day just hanging out, wearing all black, outside of a Walmart, and wanted to crack open a Mike's Hard Lemonade? But this Mike only drinks Mike's Hard Lemonade because... It's his the, hard, it's lemonade. hard Lemonade. Named after me, if, man. If I had a beer named after me or a, or a malt beverage... The Mahoney <laughs> Malt? Yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, that's better than Mahoney Juice, which is what I was going to say. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, Mahoney, I gotta agree with you. Um, I feel like a sheep on social media. I'm thinking about deleting mine, too. It just doesn't feel like anything but an information grab for companies, so I think I'm about to delete mine, too. Have a good day, guys. Thanks. Message One deleted. One of the best things that I learned from social media or, you know, because I still use Instagram for the show. That's our, like, primary social media of choice. At Dave Mahoney Mahoney on Instagram, yeah. Then Twitch. Um, But one of the things that I I found that really helped out is, like, if there are people out there who you can't stand what they post or they annoy you or you're just whatever, if you just mute them, it's amazing how much and how little you do not think about them or ever, like... I forgot that, like, oh, yeah, I forgot that I can't stand that person because I haven't seen their stuff in years. Well, yeah, people and that, talk about boundaries in real life. Just set yeah. boundaries on the internet as well. Yeah, and I mean, like, for a long time when the social media sites first came around, you know, when you delete somebody or block them, the other people could tell that. Yeah. And now with the mute feature, uh, they just have no idea. And even if they're chirping at you or screaming at you or whatever, you'll never even hear. Nope. They're just talking it's to the wind. just peace of mind. Wonderful. It's amazing how much... Uh, serenity silence can bring. So, Dave, you also are pretty good at this, even though like we're all kind of consuming the internet in our own various ways. Um, I feel like all three of us have thrown Twitter to the birds. Yeah, I, I loved Twitter. Twitter was probably my favorite Same. social media. It I just loved got it. it got so negative. And when when I decided that I was going to take because I had a hard time like just deleting it because. I still, like, it was just part of my little social media routine. Mm-hmm. So I just replaced it with the little Apple News app. So that way, if I want to get information, I could. And then you can, you know, click on links mm-hmm. to dive deeper into articles and stuff. But just sort of getting that, like, information. But then, yeah, I haven't been on Twitter in, in quite some time. And it's just too bad because I really liked it. And I completely deleted Facebook. Yeah. Like, I'm no longer on Facebook, which was wild. My parents, my extended family, they were like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? But it's nuts because now my family actually calls me. Oh, you <laughs> did they just don't, novel because they just that don't is, get, yeah. like, and that's the one excuse that everybody uses. Oh, I wish that I could just delete Facebook, but I can see pictures of my nieces and my nephews or whatever. I'm like, but when you aren't on Facebook anymore, you are people will reach out to you. Yeah. Well, and you didn't do the uh, big giant preamble of I'm deleting my Facebook or I'm whittling down my friends. So oh, if you made right. it. 
Anytime I see one of those posts like, I had, I'm had, i doing a purge, I'm like, I'm just going to remove myself. I'm going to remove my, myself. See yeah. myself out. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. If you could time travel to any era, but you had to live there permanently, which era would you choose? Message deleted. Uh, 2023. I'm a big fan of living on this timeline, like the modern conveniences. No. Uh, maybe the 90s. I would say. love to be able to make like real money and live in the early to mid 90s. Yeah, the the 90s before everything was constantly being recorded all of the time. Yeah, like yeah. be like 20 like like 30 years old in 1992. I like that you with chose cuz yeah. most people would go like 23 cuz you're like yeah. you're still in great shape and everything else, but 30, you know better. I yeah. want to yeah. go back to a time that I never lived in and it's just because it seemed like it was such a party. I was born in 91, I'm 31 years old. So, whenever I think of this peak 80s, the hair, the freedom, yeah. everyone's coked up. Like, <laughs> I feel like the ideas were flowing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The neons I don't know, Aquanet just blasting through ozone to oblivion. I just feel like that was just a time where everybody was just kind of living. Yeah, like the, everyone was teasing their hair up. Everyone was Men peacocking. And yeah, peacocking that, around. That, that, it was dangerous back then. You didn't know, like you see somebody looking good in spandex, you don't know if that's a dude or, or a lady. It's a good looking booty. <laughs> that's right. Please leave a message after the tone. Question. Have you ever caught your parents rocked in the Casbah? Or... <laughs> Have you ever been caught yourself by someone? Message deleted. Thankfully, what never. Never the parents either way. Yeah. Can you never. explain what rocking the Casbah means? I mean, Hooking I've heard up. the song, obviously. Yeah. That's what that meant? No, but no, I mean, that's he's, what he's, he's implying yeah. in the situation. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Now, have you ever walked in on your parents doing it? Thank I, God, no. I, I have not. Which... No, and they never did for me either. But, like, friends have done that, like, when we were, like, in my 20s. Sure, yeah. Just walk but, in a room and you're just like, whoops. But if that were to happen <laughs> now in my 40s... <laughs> Can you imagine? No. I mean, well, you're see, but you're in a real precarious situation, Dave. You've got four kids in your house who are all curious. Yeah, they're all getting to that age too, where but it's you like, know better though, right? I know, yeah, yeah. Well, isn't it kind of wild to think your parents were people? <laughs> you know, because they're just, just like, your mom and dad. They and were then young. As you get older, you're like, dang, yeah, like nobody they likes were to think 20. About, about their parents <laughs> being young and horny. Like it's just like, hey, man, no. Yeah, Mahoney was literally you were you were the product of a van conception. Oh, you got to tell this story. I man. mean, I was conceived at a post Ario Speedwagon concert, man. Why are you so nonchalant about this? Like you're in dad, a Speedwagon rocks in a van with a mural on the side of it. Couldn't even wait to get home. Yeah. And you're like, here, now. My dad had a badass <laughs> van in the 70s, man. Actually, it was like early 80s. But right. still. Still. After an artist. But we still had concert. it in the 70s. And yeah, that concert made your mom so horny, she said yes to van sex. <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. So when it comes to the ethics of companies spying on you, is there any company out there that w- that had the would have the ability to spy on you that you think would not? No. Every I last mean, one of them would. I, I think... I don't know it, why I trust Apple more than I most do, of the other I do, but ones. I think they still do. No, of course absolutely they do. they do. I don't think they're doing it the same way Facebook and uh, Meta and all the, and oh, Amazon is the worst. All those, because <laughs> Amazon for sure. Amazon, I mean, that's the thing. Apple doesn't really have advertisements, so they don't. Yeah, you know, they're, they're selling you a product. Yeah, we're buying the product a, at, a, at a an ex- extraordinary high premium. So... You would think that if you're buying a product at a premium that the company would not be spying on you. But there is a new report out that's saying that Tesla employees spy on you for fun, according what? to a new report. So they they use 
internal and external images taken by the car cameras, including some in like customers' garages that can be viewed remotely by the team, See? and anything out of the ordinary, which some of the stuff that you'd expect, like if there's a, if the car's being driven and there's like a crazy accident, mm-hmm. unu- unusual situations, people hooking up in cars, if they're walking around their cars oh, in undress, like well, I mean, even we've naked. Heard, we've heard this allegedly happening through Ring Doorbell as well. And we've had reports of this in the past and as well as Amazon. Like, I, I don't mean, walk by my rings naked. You don't? No. I don't. No. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I use them and I'm, <laughs> I'm actually going to switch to, uh, you know, I'm planning on switching to like a like a closed IP system yeah. for security at my house. Yeah, probably a little less spy-y on Because, yeah. again, I, I, I know those Ring cameras... They're watching. People are seeing that. For sure. And I, I want to be able to walk around my house nude again. So here's the crazy <laughs> part. Uh, I mean, you could just, like, not have a camera in every room, you know? Nah, that's <laughs> like that, an option, too. No. Mahoney likes the eagle eye view. Uh, some of these nude images and some of the crazier stuff were actually made into memes and were no. shared around the office Dude, at Tesla. Sue the hell out of them, man. Like, that, that is absolutely. just dirty, man. But that's on brand for Elon Musk. I mean, I know he's not the one individually doing that, and whether or not you're a fan of him and what he does, Elon I mean, Musk he's just douche. got that brand. That's well, his brand. Also, pro tip, um, I don't know. If you don't own a Tesla or you don't know somebody who does own a Tesla that what is it guardian mode yeah. where, that does take all the where a lot of the video comes by you know it's there to somebody dings your doors backs into you whatever it's actually a good interesting feature yeah. I don't hate that I hate that they're using it to spy on people but be careful if you know somebody with that and you're talking trash about them near their car because it could pick you up. Oh, oh it can that's detect you. Honestly, you that's really what? good I'm for catching start, somebody. I'm just going to start <laughs> doing that. Like, if there's someone that I don't like that drives a Tesla, I'm just going to walk over, lean on their vehicle, and start talking trash. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun Where the wind Just the only one that means home sweet home to me If you follow the old Kit Carson trail Till the desert meets the hills Oh, you certainly will agree with me It's the place of a thousand thrills Home means Nevada, home means the hills Home means a sage in the pine Trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the Golden West Home means Nevada to me One more time now Home 